It's no wonder she's so skinny. It's because she exercises her mouth so much. You may recognize her from Browsers, Twisties, Reality Kings, Digital Playground, Mofos, Vixen, Blacked.com, Tushy, Jules Jordan, Holly Randall, XR, Naughty America, Evil Angel, Passion HD, and many more. She was nominated for Best New Starlet at the AVN Awards, and not to mention her amazing OnlyFans page, which we will get into. I am so lucky and excited to have her on. It's Anya Olsen. Hi guys. (laughs) Who came up with your stage name, by the way? Okay, so I didn't come up with my stage name. Uh, I flew to LA and I had an agent there. Who was your agent? My first agent, which I'm no longer with, um, his name was Jack Spade. I was with him very briefly for like not even a month. Um, Did you have like not a good experience? Um. It wasn't that I didn't have a great experience with Jack, but I had a not so great experience with one of his staff. Oh. Yeah. So it was really uncomfortable. That wasn't the ultimate like reason why I moved on to a different agent, but it's definitely one of the reasons. <laughs> you did the right thing, obviously, in hindsight. Because <laughs> you've gone on to do very big things. Yes. So my name, back to my name. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're going to get so off track together. We can go in any direction the conversation takes. <laughs> okay. So my name. So I went to LA and for the first time and I got picked up from the airport for my agent. And you know they're like oh uh what's your name and you know obviously i was like oh you know like your real name obviously yeah he was like no like your stage name and i was like i don't know (laughs) i I didn't know that was a thing was i supposed to already have it right i was like i guess that makes sense like that's a good idea not to use my real name but Oh my gosh, imagine if you used your <laughs> real person last name. Well, you know what? It recently, well, I don't know if it was recently, but a few years ago, it got leaked, like my real name and like my information. And Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, I there was a few, a few um, months where it was a bit sketchy. I definitely had some sketchy uh, people calling me. I had to change my number. It was so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was horrible. For sure. Did they, was it on like Reddit or something? I don't know. I think it was like on porn leaks or something like that. I don't know. Someone oh. like sent me a link of it and I was like, this is a thing? Ew. That's so creepy. Do people really just like, right? I was like, do people really just like stalk porn stars to like figure out like their personal details and put it online for like creeps? I don't know. It was weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do they get from that? From like exposing people to it's just whatever people are weird you'll be so surprised how many like people out there hate porn stars and just want to like ruin their lives it's weird i don't understand but clearly have they way more time than me (laughs) something within themselves is going on but so yeah oh my gosh so anya olsen how did you become anya olsen back again (laughs) i was so my 
agent came up with my name, but basically, you know, he, he was like, oh, what's your middle name? I was like, oh, Anne. And he was like, well, what about like Anya? I was like, I guess, like, I don't hate it. And he was like, okay, now we need your last name. And I guess there's like- Like the Olsen twins? I don't know, some like formula, like, yeah, that's what he was like, well, you kind of look like you could be like related to like the Olsen twins. I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, you're like way prettier than them. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> way, way better looking than them. <laughs> well, especially now, geez. Oh, sorry. If you guys are listening, Mary Kate and Ashley, <laughs> we love you when you're like little. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how the name Anya Olsen was created. Wait, so he, what did you say about a formula? I don't know. He was like, he was talking about how it had to be like a certain amount of syllables and like it had to be easy to like spell. And like, you know, for the last thing you should like use like you know like a celebrity last name if you could potentially look like oh. I was like okay you clearly know what you're doing I don't yeah is that what um they did for Nicole Aniston like clearly Aniston is only Jennifer Aniston's name right right no I love her though by the way yeah no she's so pretty <laughs> oh I was lucky enough to work with her well for sure it was once but I think maybe even twice <laughs> It's all a blur. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love the first time so much. But yeah, no, love her. <laughs> oh my gosh, actually, I have to say, my sister's obsessed with the Olsen twins. And if she had a stage name, it would definitely be Olsen. So Catherine, I know you're listening, but you would, if you were a porn star, you would definitely have the last name Olsen. <laughs> she has underwear that says Olsen on it. Shut up. Her friends gave it to her because she was so obsessed with her. Oh my God. That is hilarious. Where do you even find that? It was um, custom made from a website that they made. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you should make Anya Olsen like booty shorts with it. Right? Absolutely. Yes. You're giving me ideas now. Shit. <laughs> I actually feel like I'm really good at coming up with merch ideas. After I had one podcast episode, I was like, I should design merch. You so should. <laughs> but like, <laughs> who would buy it? The 200 people that listened? Like, two people would maybe buy it, and it would be like two of my sisters. <laughs> hey, I'll buy it. I'll support you. <laughs> I would just send it to you for free. <laughs> okay, so actually, let's talk about OnlyFans, because it's very topical at the moment. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Did you lose any subscribers when they thought that your content would like disappear? So I was actually really lucky. I didn't see a significant loss in fans. I know I saw a lot of girls who had commented and mentioned that they had, but I it wasn't like a substantial amount where I was like, holy shit, like I lost a bunch of fans. I was just really lucky the fans I do have, you know, just stick by my side. Um, yeah, that's, and at least it was only 24 hours. Do you think it was a publicity stunt? To be, or to be honest, if it was a publicity stunt, I feel like it's a really bad one. Like it didn't, I think, go as planned. Yeah, really taking um, people like back like a hundred years. No, seriously. And now like, obviously OnlyFans is like backtracked on it and, you know, are now 
suspending the ban of, you know, sex workers. Yeah, suspending. What does that even mean? Exactly. Well, that's what everyone's nervous about. Um, But, you know, people are kind of just sick of it now. And, you know, a have heard a lot of girls are moving completely to a different platform. They're not even going to use OnlyFans anymore. So if it was a publicity site, they're not trustworthy. It went in a bad direction for them and they've lost a lot. Yeah, bad publicity. Right. Yeah. Like they've probably lost so much money over it, to be honest, Mm -hmm. you know, because the bulk of the content creators at the moment are you know, sex workers. Nobody would even know what it is otherwise. No, exactly. Like, not to do like our own horn, but like, we made OnlyFans. No, for real. It's like, <laughs> who would ever know the name OnlyFans? No one's going on there to like watch some girl bake cakes or like like workout video yeah i mean maybe no offense to workout video people right i mean maybe like some people but uh, you know for the majority of people they want to like go on there and like sex with a porn star and like they want to interact and feel like they're they want to jerk off like like get it like they don't want to watch yeah (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah that's actually so true Like, what was your first thought, like, when that email went out and everyone got it? To be honest, there were definitely rumors, like, as far back as I can remember, like, October, November of, like... Oh, so there was, like, people. Yeah, like, people were, like, they didn't come out and say, like, what was going to happen, but there was definitely rumors, like, that something big was going to happen, and... You know, you should, like, make your money while you can on OnlyFans. And this was, like, a while ago, but no one knew exactly what, like, that meant. Mm -hmm. So when it came out, I actually was in Costa Rica at the time, so I didn't really have that much service. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so how I heard, I didn't even get the email. That wasn't how I found out. I found out from a friend who had screenshotted it and sent it to me so many people had it in their instagram stories yeah that's what it yeah it was on instagram she screenshot it and like sent it to me and i was like oh (laughs) i was like oh shit like you know is this like for real like i know there was always rumors about you know OnlyFans going a different direction and changing their policies but like this was like out of nowhere i felt so it was definitely shocking and it was definitely like that like day was like everyone scrambled everyone was panicking everyone didn't know what to do everyone was in a hurry to go find a new platform yeah and i was just like i'm gonna like, wait it out not panic yet i'm still on vacation i'm gonna enjoy my <laughs> my last few days here I'm going to just wait it out, kind of see what everyone else is doing. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to delete my OnlyFans. Mm. Because at that point, their, like, policy change wasn't necessarily, like, black and white. Like, there was still question on what they meant by they were still allowing nudity, but not, like, explicit. Yeah. So it was – and it was one of those things where – is it just in the post or can we send like explicit content through private messages? Oh, true. We didn't know. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here and like continue on. You know, like I said, I hadn't lost any fans. So 
I was like, I'm just going to like wait this one out, not panic. Yeah. Like, obviously, I did research onto other platforms like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. And then when it came out that, you know, they <laughs> one had day later, reverse their decision, I was like, oh, thank God I didn't stress about this. Yeah, honestly. Do you still shoot with studios or are you mostly doing your own content? So the last time I shot for studio production was last July. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's been a year. And prior to that, I wasn't shooting regularly either. I was shooting here and there for big companies. You know, I'd been in it. Well, gosh, it's been five years, oh, six years now. Wow. Something like that. Six well, years. Because we met four years ago and it doesn't seem like it's been that long. <laughs> no, I know. I was like, holy shit. Um, no, it's crazy. It literally has gone by so fast. But after being like in the industry for six years, even like before OnlyFans was really a thing, you know, I was like, oh, I'd love to like be more control of what I shoot and how I'm perceived on camera. Mm. So then when OnlyFans came out, it was kind of just like an open opportunity to kind of make that transition and being in more control of how I'm perceived on camera, what I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. So I don't really shoot for big companies anymore. I definitely prefer to make my own content, put it on OnlyFans. That's awesome. Rather than shooting for a big company. Not saying I don't like shooting for big companies. No, I mean, Mind Geek, if you're listening, like she's like, she retracts that. I love you guys. I love you. Um, so have you ever like, been on a set where you felt like you couldn't like speak up or have you always been someone that's like not confrontational but like stands up for yourself it's one of those things where I have definitely heard of a lot of other girls having not so great experiences Mm -hmm. but thankfully for myself I've always been really lucky there's obviously been a handful of scenes where I was like I am not comfortable But unfortunately, at that time, I was new to the industry or newer in the industry. I was very young and naive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, you know, I... Like, did things that were out of your comfort zone because you didn't want to get, like, exiled from the industry? Right. I wasn't even scared of being exiled. It was just, like, I felt like I didn't really have a choice. Mm. Thankfully, that's typically not how most like studio productions go Mm -hmm. you know if it's a professional set like you always feel like you can say no like stop boundaries you know I need like a second but there's definitely off the top of my head three scenes where I was like um you know taking into account the amount of scenes I have done I feel like three isn't that bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah honestly like yeah yeah some people have like really unprofessional bad experiences but it seems like you came into the industry like in an ethical way like by choice oh 100 percent. yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah so I mean growing up you were just like an exhibitionist right oh yeah you didn't have like sexual like abuse or no no it's funny because a lot of people are a lot of people have this like weird stigma 
or you know they think Mm -hmm. girls and like the sex not even just porn but like sex workers in general they have like daddy issues they've been like abused they're like druggies they're like you know Mm -hmm. have every issue under the sun yeah you know something wrong with them that's why I wanted to have you on because I want to like destigmatize this industry because it's not all people that had no other option. It's so funny because people look at us and they're like, oh, porn star, like you're a whore, blah, blah, blah. Like, or like you must be like white trash. Yeah. Yes, I definitely was a whore when I was younger. <laughs> but it's paid off. Yes. A lot of people in the industry were just normal people. We have families, like, mm-hmm. you know, loving families that, that our families are supportive of what we do. Like, we have relationships with other people. And you have a support system. Yeah, we're not these, like, druggies, like, with a needle in our arm, like, drunk. Like I have never even seen you really drink or even smoke or anything. Even in, like, Las Vegas, you, like, just, like, sip water and Red Bull. <laughs> I'm such a baby now. I, I'm such a lightweight. It's embarrassing. I'll have, like, one glass of wine and I'll be, like, feeling it. It's really, really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been like bi-coastal for like almost your whole career because I know you lived in Boston for a while and now you're in Miami right. <laughs> but most porn is shoot is shot in like Vegas or the Valley in LA right so you know when I was shooting for the big companies you know like you said the areas where porn is typically shot are in LA the Valley some in Phoenix, not a whole lot, Vegas, huh. and then a lot of the amateur sites that girls shoot for when they first get in the industry is actually down in Miami. Oh, like Hot Girls Wanted. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Did you see that on Netflix? I did, I did. It was kind of fucked up that, like, they really made porn look really bad. Oh, my God. But, I mean, it is something that some girls have experienced. No, for sure. I don't think that's the norm. No, no. Not these days. No, no. Like, especially these days. Like, Twitter, like, has made it, like, so easy for girls to, like, come out and say, this is what happened to me. And, you know. That's so true. Social media. Oh, my gosh. For the first, like, three, four years of the industry, it was definitely back and forth a lot from Boston to LA and back then it was really fun to like fly like once a week somewhere you know it was always flying yeah, like jet set like yeah no it was awesome especially when you're like young like you know 21 22 like it's amazing but now that I'm 26 almost 27 I'll like go on a three-hour flight from Miami to Boston and I'm so fucking sore it's not even funny like <laughs> sore I'm like I wish I could be 21 again where I could get on like a short flight and be fine but I cannot travel now it's such a nightmare like if it's more than three hours traveling is exhausting oh my gosh I literally sound like an old lady (laughs) that's literally how I feel well at least like if you're going to a different country it's a lot easier to fly from the east coast because Mm. if you go to Europe from LA it's 12 hours oh my god no and it's only six hours from the east coast it's insanely different when it comes to time zones I cannot even imagine I feel so bad for you (laughs) (laughs) the great thing about Miami is it's a bit further now that I'm in Miami than compared to Boston Boston to London was like 
five and a half hours there, seven hours back. It was amazing. But like Miami now, it's like mm. nine hours there. And I'm like dreading it. Yeah, it's horrible. Really? But like, if you want to go to like South America, Central America, like Costa Rica is like a two and a half hour flight from Miami. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can just like take a little boat to like the Bahamas. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I learned that you can actually like, I met someone because I just recently bought a boat and someone was telling me, yeah, I was like, I live in Miami now. I should definitely have a boat. Um, but someone was telling me that they, like a bunch of them, like took jet skis out to the Bahamas from Miami. And I was like, really? Was it Bimini? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is that close. I went to school with a lot of people from Miami when I was in college. Yeah. And they would always talk about going to Bimini on their boat. No, I was like, really? I'd be scared. I don't know. I know, right? And, I, and on a jet ski, that's crazy. I would be like, oh my God, I'm like Alien Gonzalez, like on an inner tube. <laughs> like, Seriously, like psychopaths. But sorry, off topic there. No, it's fine. <laughs> so wait, let's talk about how you actually got into the industry at first. Like, how are you introduced into it? Okay, so I was dating a guy it was a long-term relationship wait i read on um i read on a message board that you dated jules jordan that is hilarious no that never happened i wish it did oh my gosh I wish it did but it never happened <laughs> you're like could have been a lot more famous if i did that <laughs> yes so you fucked off camera i think once i don't remember it because i was really fucking drunk oh no it was at abn's Oh my gosh. So everyone's just going wild. Oh my God. No, but I wish he's like the perfect man. For anyone who doesn't know, Jules Jordan is a like director and producer <laughs> of porn. And doesn't he do like those pictures where everyone is like posing next to the same swimming pool? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's doing like the same pose. Yeah, that's Jules. Love you, Jules. You guys can Google it if you don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> No identity data. All right, back to how you got in the industry. So I was in a long-term relationship with my, like, high school sweetheart. <sighs> Gross. <laughs> right? We were together for, like, four years. He was a shitty person. I'll just say that. Oh, my God. We all have those in the past, especially in high school. I was dating a guy that was in college. He introduced me to cocaine. It took my virginity. It like, sounds like fun. <laughs> caught having sex in public twice. No. And smoked in, smoked weed in my dorm room and then I got in trouble for it. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Boyfriends are just like so stupid when you're young. Oh my god, seriously. Well, they can be not. I hope, I mean, not everyone's are, but. Ugh, majority of them. <laughs> In our experience, they were stupid. Yeah. Psychopath. <laughs> but yeah, so I was in a four-year relationship and with this like bum. He like didn't work and I was like selling real estate and bartending. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I got my license when I was 19. I was always interested in it. So I got my license when I was 19. I was doing real estate. And bartending at night and the weekends because my boyfriend at the time was not working. Oh my god! So I was supporting him. You're a sugar mama. Yeah, so embarrassing. Um, oh my god! So and what happened was 
he, because I was working so much, he was like, we never fucked. And he was like so upset by it. And like, um, maybe if you worked, I wouldn't have to be away for so much. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I can't do with this. Like, if sex such a big thing to you, why don't we just have, like, an open relationship? You can go fuck, like, whoever you want. Just, like, keep me in the loop. Like, that's all I ask. Like, just tell me. So you still wanted to be in a relationship with him? Stupidly enough, yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, my God, seriously. And so um, I ended up finding out for six months he was fucking this girl and kept lying about it he didn't tell me and I'm like if I'm gonna let you fuck other people like at least tell me like the juicy details like come on yeah and he did it like cuck me come on seriously and I was like for six months I was like this is bullshit yeah and I was pissed but I stupidly stayed with him kind of because um, so we were living together, so it wasn't Oh, yeah, like, that makes it hard, too. Yeah. So... You look so skinny. I just have! <laughs> I'm not. I've gained so much weight. Um, oh, my God. Stop. But, um, yeah, so I was, you know, like I said, I was bartending. So I met this couple while I was bartending, and they were, like, regulars, and... I always thought she was hot. She would always flirt with me. Um, and basically, they just came out one day and was like, hey, like, this is what we do. We shoot porn. Like, if you're interested, like, come shoot with us. And this was, like, all around the same time of me finding out my boyfriend was fucking some girl for six months and wasn't telling me about it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you were like, um, hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned. Exactly. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do it. So I did it. And I shot for them. On the East Coast when you were just randomly living in Boston? On the East Coast. Yep. On the East Coast. Who would have thought? Um, And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, it was a total whore in high school. And I was like, I, this is who I am, right? Wait, hold on. I read that you had to go to treatment for a sex addiction when you were 17. Younger than that. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> my parents were like, I was such a nightmare for my parents. Just a rebel. Yeah. No. So, okay. Sorry. I'm like getting sidetracked. No, it's, it's fine. No, just go with the flow. Yeah. But no, I can't remember what I talked about like two seconds ago. So. <laughs> oh my God. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, high school. Um, gosh. So I lost my virginity when I was thirteen to this random guy in middle school. No, it was in high school. It was my freshman year of high school. Oh wow. And uh, yeah. So I had just moved from Kansas to New York. Oh wow! I didn't know that you lived in Kansas and New York. Yeah. Yeah, weird, I know. Um, what part of New York? Like, um, It's like the Catskill Mountains, so like two hours outside of the city. Yeah, I know where the Catskills are. I'm from, I'm from the Northeast. Yeah, so we moved there my freshman year of high school. And coming from Kansas, I was so super sheltered. Like, I don't know anything about Kansas. It's Kansas. It's the Bible Belt. Like, everyone there is super religious. Like, oh. no one, like 
drank, like, mm. you know, smoked, like, drugs weren't a thing there. Um, no one had sex, you know. So I went from that to New York to this school where everyone was, like, fucking. Everyone was, like, smoking weed and, like, drinking and mm-hmm. doing drugs. And I was the new girl. My nickname actually was the white girl because... I was like the only white girl. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I was one of the only white girls in my school and I was the new girl too. So everyone used to call me white girl. And oh my gosh. you know, it was kind of like like initiation. Like I just kinda wanted like to not be known as like a virgin and this like new school. Like you needed to catch up. Yes. So I was like, I'm just gonna lose my fucking virginity. Like, I'm just gonna do it. And did you tell the person that it was your first time or did you know I it? totally lied to him and I said I'm not a virgin <laughs> oh I did that to my boyfriend too because I was like no I've had sex before because right, I was like if he knows like I'm a virgin maybe he won't fuck me like <laughs> yeah because like, he's gonna think I'm gonna like be psycho and like follow him around yeah yeah so no I totally like played it cool and I was like no I've had sex before um just want to get it over with (laughs) it was like it was literally some random guy that I had gym class with he like lived down the street from me (laughs) was he cute I hope he's was he black no he was actually Spanish okay yeah um hopefully he's not listening (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just some random guy who lived down the street. Random guy who lived down the street that I I had a gym class with. I he was the chosen one. I was I went over to his house. You know, he messaged me. This is how long ago it was. Oh my gosh. It was so when like MySpace was a thing. He messaged me on MySpace and he was like, Hey, like my parents are gone. Like, you want to come over? And I was like, this is the time. Oh, yeah. And, like, my sister, my older sister, like, gave me some condoms. And she was like, go get them, girl. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So I walked down there. When you were 13? How 13. old was your sister? She was 14. Oh. <laughs> you guys are, like, super close in age. Are you guys close? Um, We were back then. Not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, she gave me the condoms, like, told me, like, go get it. And I went down there, and it was so it was so bad. Obviously, it was my first time, so I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, so fucking painful. And, like, he, like, it's so bad. I oh, feel no. horrible. Like, the one thing you should never say to the guy when you're fucking is what I said. And it, which was? So he goes to, like, put his dick in, right? And, uh... It's like hurting a lot. And I was like, I literally said to him, I was like, is it in? Like, not to like, <gasps> Oh my God. Not, I said, like, I couldn't feel it. I was like, is it all the way in? Like, because it's fucking hurting me. Like, oh, no. just put it in. Like, I want it done and over with. Oh my God. And he like stopped and looked at me. And I was like, I don't I don't remember, but I don't think he came. I don't know. I don't think so. It was a long time ago. I definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not surprising. I think that's most people's first experience. That was my first experience. First many experiences, probably. No. It, like, lasted, like, five minutes, if that. And 
it was like it wasn't like oh let's cuddle afterwards like you've seen the movies like I literally just got dressed and left it was like such a bad experience did you feel bad after or did you just say like now it's over I didn't feel bad I just I feel like I felt awkward especially after like saying is it in I was like I need to get out of here um so I just and then you have to see him the next day at school so I gym class with him and I was so fucking awkward it like got around the school everyone knew and then everyone was it was so embarrassing because I was a virgin but I told them I wasn't so like it went around the school and my sister obviously heard and she was like, oh, she started telling everyone that I was a virgin. And so he, <gasps> no, so he like confronted me. He's like, Are, were you a virgin? Did I take your virginity? And I kept with that lie. I was like, no, my sister doesn't know anything about me. So bad. But yeah, that was my horrible first experience. Yeah, that's horrible. I mean, mine was not any better. Oh, my God, tell. It was with that psycho asshole Oof. boyfriend. And I told him that I wasn't a virgin because I just didn't want him. They get weird. To, for whatever reason, I didn't want him to think that. I thought it was, like, too intimate or something. No, for sure. How old were you? Um, 16. Okay. And he was in college. <laughs> so he was a very bad influence, though. So, yeah. Do we, you fuck at his dorm? No, he had an apartment at the time. Uh. Um, I say that'd be high. What? I was gonna say that's kind of like sexy, like like in high school going to the dorms. Yeah, yeah, I would have felt so cool. But yeah, he wasn't cool. Huh. But he was like, "Wow, your vagina kind of hurts because it was so tight." Yeah, because nothing's ever been inside of it besides like a little tampon. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh." I wonder why. I wonder why. Because his dick was not big at all. <laughs> I'm sure he is listening to this because oh he, so, he is a psycho. No. Oh, my God. He, like, you know, on LinkedIn, like, how sometimes you can see who's been looking at your page? Yes. The guy I'm talking about no. from how long ago? More than 10 years ago. Shut up. Was looking at my sister's LinkedIn, like searching. No. Yeah, what the fuck? Why? That's so weird. And he has, Your ex boyfriend. Yeah, no connections to us outside of just the fact that he was like an old boyfriend who's definitely searching for me and then searching for my sister. Wait, how long were you guys together? Um, well, from when I was 16 to. 19 so three years okay still so, like my weird. parents hated him of course it was not <laughs> not not a good relationship but you know live and learn Ugh, for sure my gosh <laughs> so um where were we we're talking about high school i'll just ask you a new question so so that couple that introduced you to the industry yes I believe that was Ashley Fires. Yes. So did she act as sort of like a mentor to you when you were getting into like the mainstream stuff or was she not there yet? So she was. And so we shot together and I was thinking, oh, I won't like it. I'll try it, but I probably won't like it because I was shy. Mm -hmm. But like, I was like, I'm going to just try it. And I tried it. And my first scene was actually not with Ashley. It was with this guy and his girlfriend. Ah. So I had never been in like a 
threesome with another girl at that time. Actually, yeah, I had. But not a couple. Like, I was always the, like, couple. Like, my boyfriend and I. It wasn't, like, a girl and her boyfriend. Okay, yeah. like, this is kind of awkward. Like, I kept, like, looking at him. Like, is this all right? Like, I don't want to offend you. Are you going to, like, start crying? Yeah. (laughs) So, it was really awkward. But after, like... I was like, I could definitely do this. Like, this is cool. Like, I got my paycheck at the time. Like, I thought that was a lot of money, you know. And how much was it? Oh my god, it's embarrassing to even say. <laughs> Just say it. I think it was like three or four hundred dollars. But you were young, so that seems like a lot in one day, like a couple hours. It was literally like ten minutes. So I was like, this is awesome, right? Uh- <laughs> And it was, like, the easiest money I'd ever made before. Yeah. And um, so, you know, like, I kept her number, and she was like, you know, if you want to do this, like, for real, like, I can set you up with a agent um, in L.A. And so she introduced me to this guy, Jack Spade. Mm. And, uh, you know, they, he reached out immediately. He was like, Hey, like I can get you flown out to LA in two weeks and you can start shooting. And I was like, what? You know, I just started a new job Whoa! and I was like, I don't like you give an inch and they take like 1500 miles. No, for sure. And I just started this job, uh, this new job, and I was like, I don't think I could take two weeks off so soon. I literally was still in training. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. And so... Can I have some vacation time? (laughs) No, that's literally exactly what I did. I was like, hey, like, I'm going to need two weeks off in July, which was like two weeks away. Going away with my family. Yeah. And he was like... No, he was like, you know, you can either take the two weeks off and you're fired or you just come to work. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be fired. Yeah, I was like, well, thanks for giving me the ultimatum. (laughs) I was like, okay, bye. Um, But at the time... He's like, hand in your uniform. (laughs) No, exactly. But like at the time, you know, I was 20 and you know, all the, like, bad, like, thoughts, like, I was thinking all these, like, horrible thoughts, like, oh, my God, what if I go there and I'm, like, kidnapped? Oh, my God. Like, so, I had like no way of knowing if it was legit like, or not. Human trafficking, yeah. Yeah. So, I was, like, I'm totally just taking a leap of faith here. Like, I didn't tell anyone why I was going out to LA, including my parents, like, no, not even, like, any of my friends. Well, I mean, yeah, why would the first people you tell your parents? Well, a lot of, you'd be surprised how many girls tell their parents. I'm like, I don't How does that conversation work? I'm not sure. Like, before they decide to do it? Yeah, I'm like, that's so strange. You must have really, really progressive parents. I know. Or maybe their parents did it. Ugh, right? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, I... I you know, I agreed to go out to LA. And, you know, two weeks later, I went out there and I was fully booked every day. And I remember coming home, I went to LA, and then I flew to Phoenix, and then back to LA, and then Vegas, then back to LA. Oh my gosh, so you were like working 
like all over just for those weeks. And then they flew me to Miami and then I flew home from Miami. Oh my God. Like all in like two weeks. And I was like, holy shit. You're like, wait, my vagina is like raw. I can't keep doing this. I'm like, I have never like been on a plane by myself before. So like, I actually missed my flight. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> the very first one to go out to LA. Oh no. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. But, um, so yeah, I got there and they were like flying me everywhere. I was booked every day. Like, I'm not surprised because you're like stunning. And... I was not pretty back then. I was not pretty back then. Oh my God, stop. I look at old photos and I'm like, oh my gosh, I really wish these could just go away. <laughs> just <laughs> like, go away. I'm like, oh, I cringe at them. I'm like, oh. Everyone does that. So bad. So bad. Anyone with pictures on the internet. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's how I got into, like, the mainstream side. You know, I shot for, like, two, three weeks. And, you know, a month later, I was back doing it again. And, you know, I was like, I quit, you know, the real estate. I quit my bartending. And I was just doing this. Um, broke up with my boyfriend. The same one that you were just talking about? Yep. And. Um, Good riddance. Yeah. And it's crazy because. Even before I got back home, everyone knew. <gasps> I guess there had been like a scene released uh, while I was still out in LA. Wait, what? And like, yeah, my boyfriend at the time found out. Well, he found out from his boss, and his boss told him. I don't know. It's really weird. Wait, how did How did these people know? I have no idea. With like had anything been published. Yeah, yeah. There was like one like shitty scene that came out, and I was like, "How is that like possible? Like that was the only one." That was very niche. Like, how did he see that? No, no. It's like he must have been digging for that because, like, weird. How? How is that possible? So yeah, he found out, told my boyfriend, and then my boyfriend told my parents. <gasps> yeah. So everyone oh, knew. My God. By the time I came home, it was so weird. How? What did your parents? like say so I was actually in Miami it was towards the end of my trip and I was actually on set like, I'm not going out I'm gonna fucking drive off a cliff instead no well I was on set and I had had a missed phone call from my mom and a voicemail from her and I was like oh god like what is this and so I listened to it and she was like hey you know when you get home I think we should like sit down and chat. Oh, um, that's so nice. So yeah, bye. Call me back. And I was like, I am not calling her back. <laughs> I'm like, not doing this. She was being a little too nice. No, I was like, not doing it. <laughs> We're not talking about this. No. So I and it was like the next day I signed back home. So I was like, I'm just gonna pretend like I never heard that. And so I flew back home. No one listens to voicemails. Right? <laughs> and uh, my mom picked me up from the airport and I got in the car and she didn't mention anything about it. She was like, it was weirdly like completely normal. And I was like, was it like an elephant in the room or was it like, it wasn't even awkward though. Like it wasn't like silent. She just like, as if I just came home, 
like mm-hmm. you know it's nothing like I just like fucked like she didn't want to scare you on camera like 20 times right and so I didn't bring it up like no one brought it up in my family and then like a month goes by and I'm scheduled to go back to LA and so I like tell my mom I'm like hey mom because I had moved back in with them oh I was just gonna ask did you live with your parents at that point yeah and um so I had told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to L.A. like in a week. You know, just want to give you a heads up. And she was like, okay. She was like, do you think tomorrow we can like sit down and chat? And I, I knew what it was about. I was like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And so the next night she like asked me to like come in her bedroom. And like we sat on her bed and she was like, hey, so... You know, basically, she was like, you know, I know I raised you right. Like, you know, I know that whatever you're doing is, you know, what's making you happy. And, you know, as long as you're happy, you know, I am happy for you. That's amazing. It's like, you know, you're an adult. You can kind of make your own decisions about what you do. And she was like, I trust you. And I, she was, like, crying, and, like, I was crying, and she was, like, so accepting. It was weird. It gives me goosebumps still to this day. Um, Yeah. Well, she obviously is an amazing mom who loves you and didn't want to have any reason to cut off ties with you. No, that's exactly what she said. Like, what is she going to do? Either be someone that's going to, like, shun you or just accept it and love you. Right. Well, no, she she's always said, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'd rather be open about it. I don't want you to kind of go through this thing alone, you know. And she's like, I just want you to know that I'm always here to, like, talk. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Mom. Aww. Um, was she like, oh, not that surprised because I did have to pay for your rehab when you were, like, 14. <laughs> no, that's literally, like, they, they weren't surprised at all. Like, it was a little foreshadowing going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they knew. And it's so weird. Still to this day, like... I've never spoken to my dad about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can only imagine. Obviously, he knows, but, like, it's never been brought up, thankfully. Yeah. That that would... Yeah, that's... You know what? I could never... No, it's so weird. Ew. You know what's even weirder? So, I have two younger brothers. One's now 16 and one's 14 almost. Oh, so they're a lot younger. Yeah, a lot younger. Like, 10, 12 years. And so two years ago, my brother was like in high school, he's 14, going into high school. And my mom was like, you know, because they have no idea, they're little. And my mom was like, I feel like we should tell, you know, the older one of my younger brothers, you know, what I do. And I was like, really? Like, that's weird. Maybe his friends are going to find it. Right. Well, that's that's what she was saying. She was like, I don't want to get, like, picked on. I want him to, like, you know, not be blindsided about it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you do what you got to do. Um, so she, like, told him, and I'm not even joking, he was like, yeah, I already knew that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just like, oh, my God. So gross. So someone had already told him or he had, like, come across it? No. So I guess. Did he tell you? No. I guess his, like, friend, like, one of his best friends, like, had found it and, like, told him. 
And like this friend of his, like would always come over to the house. And like when I was there and I had no idea he knew. I'm like, that's so fucking awkward. Like, oh my god! But I don't think he's like your your number one fan, right? <laughs> he didn't even know that he knew. <laughs> he's like stalking Seriously. you. But yeah, no, I don't think my youngest brother knows. So that should be interesting. Still, yeah, I don't think so. I, I hope think he knows. Probably now, maybe he's going into high How school. How old did you say he was? He's going to be fourteen soon. So. I was going to say, what age do, like, guys start jerking off? I have no idea. These days with iPhones and stuff, I can't imagine that it's – I feel like it's young. For sure. Ew. I don't want to think about it. I know. I know. Like, imagine someone being like, oh, I've been watching you since I was eight. Ew. Stop. You are so gross. Ew. No, please. No. (laughs) Okay. Let's let's move on from that. Ew. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we can move on from that. <laughs> so bad. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> we can ask some fan questions. Let's do it. Because I wasn't even planning on asking for fan questions from people, but I got some because I just told them that you were coming on, and they were fans. Okay, let's do it. Not surprising. <laughs> okay, so the first question, which I'm sure – you get a lot of is how do you separate sex when it's for work from when you're being intimate with someone that you love? So I feel like a lot of people are going to expect a different answer from me. (laughs) So like when I'm shooting like a mainstream like companies, I am typically shooting with people I've shot prior with. Mm -hmm. So there's like a previous like rapport with each other. Like we know each other. Like a chemistry. Yeah. And you know, my biggest thing, especially when I was shooting a lot for companies was, and if I was, you know, shooting with someone I hadn't shot before, I would like do my research. I'd watch their porn to see what they're like on camera. See if they've done gay stuff. Not so much that, but... (laughs) That's what I would do. Oh my god, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, really. It was more or less like, especially if I was doing an anal scene, I wanted to see how big their dick was. Oh, definitely. Like, see, like, um, to like prepare myself mentally. Like, <laughs> yeah, emotionally and mentally. Today's gonna be a rough one. <laughs> like, yes. Maybe like put some numbing. Stuff. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I typically like to find something about that person like I always like to chat with them prior to like fucking Mm -hmm. if possible and you know just so we like kind of know each other a little bit like yeah what's your favorite color like do you like pizza like pineapple and pizza yes no (laughs) you know like just dumb shit yeah and um so you know it's not like fucking like a stranger I feel like fucking a stranger is probably easier (laughs) but anywho um Yeah, so I always would try to find something about the person I'm about to fuck on camera, something I like about them. So when I have sex with them, it typically is, like, there is typically that chemistry. Like, what you see on cameras, you know... Is that it is sex, but even though it's acting? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, porn 
like people are like, oh, you know, there's, you know, the half people that are like, oh, porn's so fake. And other half are like, oh, porn, you know, like they think porn is like 1000% real. Yeah. Or they're like, why don't we do this position? Like, yeah. And it's like, no, that doesn't feel good in real life. No. Right. <laughs> no. So like, you know, on porn sets, you know, at least from my experience, like the chemistry, usually like I've always had chemistry, thankfully, whoever I'm working with, I've had chemistry with. I think that's also because you're so actually attractive that men want to have chemistry with you. Um, Honestly. <laughs> stop it. Oh I my swear. God. It's true. Are you yeah. hitting on me right now? <laughs> I'm going to come to Miami and stalk you. Should we uh, end this early? And- <laughs> <laughs> joking, not joking. Let's see how fast I can book a, book a flight. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like when I'm shooting for porn, obviously there's those like awkward positions where you have to like open up to the camera and like, like open up your legs to the camera. Yeah. Like in your body and like these weird positions and it's definitely not natural and it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And there's like some sets where it's like, okay, like it's so mapped out before you even like fuck. It's like, okay, you're going to do five minutes of blowjob and then you're going to say this and then you're going to do three minutes of mish and, you know, four minutes of doggy. Oh, so it's like a total like screenplay. Yeah. So like when it's things like that, it's, you know, it's not as fluid and like, you know, it's hard to have chemistry with the people. Like not as natural. Yeah. But for the most part, it's pretty natural. Um, And... (sighs) When I, like, have sex in my personal life with someone I actually like, (laughs) um, I feel, like I said, this is probably not the answer most people are, like, expecting, but I feel like the difference between my personal life and my porn sex life is my personal life is a hell of a lot more, like, dirtier and kinkier. Um, well, yeah, because if that's like what you're into, you're doing that with the person that you want, right, right, to be doing it to you. <laughs> yeah, I would with you, not to you, <laughs> with to. <laughs> and like, you're gonna always be in the mood to have sex with that person. Are you ever? Do you ever have to work when you just don't feel like having sex? For the most part, like, so when I was working for companies, I felt more excited to go to work. You know, it was. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was. I think because there's a lot, at least for me personally, since seeing OnlyFans, it's a constant pressure to like come up with like ideas of what you're shooting. Like it's so easy to like walk in on set, be given a script, being told what you're doing, like and not having to stress about it. Like you get your paycheck at the end of the day, you know, you're going to make money, you know, with OnlyFans, it's one of those things where like, you could shoot something and the video looks like absolute dog shit. And you're like, well, I can't post this. Mm. So I've like wasted the day. And then you like miss a day of content. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And it's just like the stress of like, you know, giving like the fans, like what they want, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, what can I do different from like everyone else that they could go watch? Yeah. So do you feel like that? No, 100%. And like fans, they constantly are like, you know, oh, I want to see more of this. I want to see more of that. Um, you know, compared to like, well, then pay for a custom video, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I try to like, you know, create content for like everyone, mm-hmm. and I do. I do definitely sometimes ask for people's input, like because you know, 
sometimes I'm like stuck and I'm like, what should I shoot now? You know? Right. Yeah. I feel like there's only so many like JOIs and like, right? you know, blow jobs <laughs> I can do. You know, how many instructional videos can I write? Right. I'm like, say the same fucking thing now. <laughs> you have to write it. You know, there's only so many ways I can describe you like jerking your dick off. So funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys, give me some ideas. Like, what else do you do when you jerk off? Yeah, I'm like, please tell me, what do you want? <laughs> um, That's funny. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say before OnlyFans, like you weren't huge, like into social media and content creation. No. So this is a lot for you, like a big change. Right. No, I definitely struggle with social media. I really, really do. Same. I am. I never think of posting anything on social media. I'm definitely more of a, like an in-person person rather than like on my phone because a lot of times I'm just like Mm -hmm. okay if I really dedicated myself to social media like I would never not be on my phone and I just can't live like that like Mm -hmm. it stresses me out yeah like you need to be present so I've never really been great at social media sorry guys um but I'm trying I I promise join OnlyFans guys now you now she is good at social media I was gonna say my OnlyFans is where I I'm posting every day like I know like my Twitter and Instagram are lacking but my Instagram that's due to like I constantly get flagged like oh I'm not even joking like, I lost my Instagram. I had, like, 550,000 followers. Oh, my God. And I got deleted. And <sighs> I don't even know why. Because I, when I say I only posted selfies on that, I literally only posted selfies. So, I'm like, how has this even happened? Like, That's so unfair. What? Yeah, I was so pissed. Yeah. Like, for the longest time, I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like, I was like crying, I was yelling, I was so angry. Oh. I remember I was at IKEA and I was like, I'll never forget it. I was so mad. You're like, fuck this furniture. Like, I was so pissed. Your chair. Um, but so then I like finally caved and started Instagram like a year later after. And for example, one of the girls that I did a scene with, she posted something on her Instagram story and tag me in it so and you know how like on instagram it gives you like the option to like oh repost your story right Mm -hmm. so i reposted to my story and mine got taken down in three seconds oh my god like it's literally on this are you being cyber bullied by someone at instagram i don't know it's ridiculous and like i posted a photo that like a few weeks ago and it got flagged and like how is this possible like there's nothing showing so I don't post on Instagram. It's so frustrating. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, at least Instagram is kind of going downhill for everyone. Oh, my God. Just generally. Yes. OnlyFans, I'm on there every day messaging people, posting stuff, sending stuff out. So go check it out, guys. <laughs> Does anyone help you to, like, film your content? I do have someone that helps me, but it's more or less to take photos. Mm-hmm. I kind of just put my camera on a tripod and like do it <laughs> you know I mean yeah what else would you do you have like a hot like a big like production <laughs> like, do, do the fans like prefer seeing you like just kind of be in your regular sort of environment rather than being all glam in a studio or something that's a great question that I wish 
I knew the answer to. <laughs> because I go on, like, I've seen a lot of other girls' OnlyFans accounts. Mm-hmm. And especially when I first started out, because I'm like, okay, what do I post on here? You know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the girls' content was just, like, no offense, like, not great quality of stuff, like, just, like, kind of, like, shitty, like, photos. Like, mirror selfies. Yeah, like, if not worse. And, like, the videos were, like, shot, like, in the dark on, like, their, like, iPhone 7, like. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just really bad. And they are selling it for, like, you know, $20. And I was like, who's buying this? Like, I don't understand the point of OnlyFans then. Like, like girl, you at least need a ring light. Come on. No, I was like, am I doing this wrong? Like, like, am I supposed to make it look bad? Right. I'm like, am I supposed to be, like posting shitty photos of myself I don't understand but like I've heard people say no like OnlyFans like I'm here to like kind of see like your real life you know the real Anya Olsen I'm like you guys don't want to see that I'm really boring to be honest (laughs) yeah it's like well what do you want me to do take pictures of myself like just watching tv and like (laughs) I'm like I literally am like a homebody like I really don't do anything entertaining, guys. I promise. Like, that's why I'm like, I don't know. It's. I think the people that do post so much stuff about, like, their quote-unquote everyday life, they just do those things to take pictures of it and put it on social media. Like, their life revolves around getting a picture. No, I definitely agree. And, like, once again, like, I'm so not about, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so bad. I'm, like, even when I'm on vacation, like, I don't really take photos. I'm like, someone else take photos and just send them Same. to me. Like, I just want to enjoy this. <laughs> I had this amazing Puerto Rico trip with, like, my old sugar daddy staying in this huge mansion with, like, an infinity pool to Ugh. the ocean. Yeah. I don't have one picture of myself. <laughs> and I looked so good. I was so no. tan. I had, like, the cutest bikinis that I got just for the vacation. And there are no, there's no photographic evidence besides a picture of me on a private jet in the airport. Well, bring me next time with you. I'll take some photos of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just, like, pretend I'm in Puerto Rico, like, two years ago. Like, well, my hair's blonde now, but... It's... Yes, I love your hair blonde, by the way. Thanks. Side note. It looks kind of, like, messed up right now, but... Girl, please. Yeah, I like it blonde, too. Yeah, it's really pretty. It was quite a long process because during quarantine and like when we had to all stay inside, my hair was so long. It was like down. It would like get caught in my pants sometimes. It was so long. No. And for some reason, I thought that I should just bleach it by myself. No, you did it by yourself? No, no, no. Not this. Okay. I was going to say. And it looked like shit. It was red and all stringy. So I took kitchen scissors and lobbed it off right here (gasps) and then i went to johnny ramirez who's like a yeah really good hairdresser in la and he fixed it back to like a normal color and then normal color the hair hair cutter person (laughs) (laughs) what's it called a hairstylist um hairs uh not a barber a colorist Um, and then there's shit i can't brain fart a stylist i don't know i don't know just a hair person. Yeah. Hair person. So then they gave me a good haircut. <laughs> and then a couple weeks after that, then I could lighten my hair all the way with Olaplex. So yeah, it's been a long road and I had to walk around with red, disgusting, bleach looking hair for a while. I looked like a clown. Well, thank God, you know, some of it was in quarantine. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I would never have done that to myself if it wasn't quarantine. Oh like, I think I was like manic or something. It's like, I just need to do something. Aww. No, I totally feel you. I like gained like 15 pounds in quarantine. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. No, since I moved to Miami, I've gained weight. It's ridiculous. And I was thinking, oh, you know, it's such like a healthy like lifestyle down there. Like I'm just going to live off fruits and vegetables and be like skinny. And no, I've gained fucking weight. I don't know what happened. Well, Miami's wild. It's like everyone stays out until like seven in the morning. Yeah. Like coffee shops don't even open until like 10. Right. It's like, like nobody's awake in the morning. Oh my God. No, it's terrible. What part of Miami are you around? I don't want to say where you live. No, you're fine. No, I'm like, um, like, a mile away from Brickell. Okay. Yeah. So I bought a house, so it's like more in the more like residential area. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm like Coconut Grove, Coral Gables area. Oh, yeah. No, a lot of my friends um, from college lived in Key Biscayne and Coral Gables. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that area. It's really nice. Hey, if you have some friends down here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should come to Miami. You should. You have a free place to stay at mine. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe you bought a house. That's amazing. Yes. No, you should definitely come. That'd be fun. That or I'm going to have to come out to LA. We're going to have to catch up for reals. Yeah. Wait, are you, do you come to LA? Uh, I don't, but I could. <laughs> yeah, come. Just hang out. I was going to say, I have a bunch of friends there still, so. Yeah, I know. You do know everyone here. Yeah. So there would be no reason not to. That will have to be on the you calendar know. soon. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so another fan question is, what is your favorite sex toy? Okay, my favorite sex toy, it can't just be one, because that's really hard. Okay, of course, yeah. It's like a combination of two, and it like makes me come really fucking hard, is the Hatati, obviously. Right. It's like literally amazing. It's a classic. Classic, but like you don't really need anything else. Unless if you've been using it for years and years and years, like me. And then your vagina is like numb. Yeah, and like desensitized to it. So yeah, I had to add in another toy with the Hitachi. So All right. it's a new one. I just recently got within the last year. I had always seen like videos of girls using them. And I like being young and I was like, I really want to try that. Is the like sex machines like oh my god, yes, kink.com, yes. And so I got one, I think it was last year. Was it expensive? No, I always thought it would be really expensive and it's not bad at all. It was like, I think they 200. Yeah, I mean, regular vibrators are like 100. Yeah, so you don't need any other dick. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, just like three seconds and you're like squirting across the room and then you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and you can like change the dicks up if you want to like fuck a different one. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's amazing. So my fuck machine with... In doggy though, oh. with my Hitachi. Oh, interesting. That's the best. I come like in two seconds from it. It's amazing. So yeah, I can't just pinpoint one. So it would have to be Hitachi and fuck machine. But when they're by themselves without one or the other, it's not the same. So nice. so that's the combo that makes it. So I use both. <laughs> yeah, that makes the magic happen. The magical combo. Have you ever used like one of those like? clit sucking ones like the womanizer i have 
And I feel like I prefer a regular vibrator. To I was going to say, I feel like they're shit. Like, I don't like them. Yeah. People are obsessed with them. Really? Yeah. So weird. They're like, so popular. And like every company is coming out with a different one. It's like. No, I don't like them. I don't know. No, I don't like them. I'm like you. I prefer vibrators on high. Yeah. And the what those ones you have to literally hold in one spot and you can't move. Right. It's so weird. It's weird. Yeah. Really? People like those? Yeah. I've tried a few of them and like I don't like any of them. All right. So that is your review. <laughs> yes. No, I think it's because I'm so desensitized from using like a Hitachi for years. No, it's supposed to actually like um be good for that. Like and it can even be good for women that really are on antidepressants and stuff because it's different. But I guess everyone's different regardless. I don't know. (laughs) No, I can't give a positive review on that one. So we're not going to get a sponsorship from... Sadly. Clit-sucking vibrator. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I'll live. And then... We can can, uh, re-record that if you want. (laughs) She actually endorses all of these. (laughs) So fun. Okay. And then another fan is wondering, what is your favorite scene you've ever shot? Okay, that's really hard. But if I had to pick one, this is so hard. Okay, I'm going to say this. And this is going to go back to the Jules Jordan, like, rumor. Ah, but (laughs) it has to be the DP I did for Jules Jordan with Jules Jordan and Chris Strokes. All right. Um... Yeah, I just really like Jules Jordan. He's nasty. We're, like, meant to be. How did that rumor start? I don't know. I think because, like, we walked down the red carpet at EVNs together. Oh, I don't know. That would make sense. That would definitely be why. But you know what is really fucking funny? Uh, it was my second EVNs that I walked down the red carpet with him. Mm-hmm. And I had not known him previously. So I met him my very first year at AVNs. I wasn't like signing at AVNs because I had just started. Mm -hmm. I just went. And my friend Ashley Fires Mm -hmm. introduced me. She was like, hey, this is Jules. Like, because they were close. And she's like, oh, this is Jules Jordan, blah, blah. I had no idea who Jules Jordan was, to be honest, at that time. I was like, oh, hi. Yeah, how would you? Yeah, so I was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you, right? And so fast forward the second year at EVNs, you know, I saw him. He came up to me and was like, hi, Anya. And I was like... I didn't know if it was, like, a fan or, like... Oh, my God. You're like, did I... Are you, like, my friend's dad or something? <laughs> no, no. I was like, hi. And he's like, I'm Jules. And I'm like, who? <gasps> oh, my God. And so... I would. I am so bad with names. I would do the same. same thing. And I, I had only met him, like, previously for, like, two seconds, like, a year prior. And so he, like, came up to me and he was like, oh, hi, Anya. I was like, Hi do we know each other? And he's like, yeah, Jules. I'm like, oh my God, I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't face palm. I really didn't know him prior. And what happened was mm-hmm. I was supposed to walk down the red carpet with my friend Ashley Byers. Mm-hmm. And she totally bailed on me. 
So she was like, oh my God. She literally set me up with Jules. She was like, why don't you walk down the red carpet with Jules? He has no one to walk down with. Publicity stunt. It's literally the reason why I walked down with Jules. I had no idea who he was. And I was just like, this is so awkward. That is too funny. And now people write message yeah. boards about it. That's so funny. No, I wish. When I was researching like what to say in your intro, I was like, I just need to like randomly find things to say. <laughs> and that was a thing people were saying in some message board that you've probably never even seen or heard of. I don't even know what it was. I was going to say, I'm going to have to like look this up. I'll try to find the site that said it. <laughs> I'm going to have to set everyone straight. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going to have to like crush everyone's dream and set the record straight. No, we never dated. I wish we did, but... You might as well just let no. the rumors stay. Yeah, I will. It's probably good for publicity. <laughs> it definitely wasn't a one-night stand, guys. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it was a relationship, like, I swear. Um, but yeah, so my favorite scene would be the DP for Jules Jordan, and the runner-up would be... Because I, like... Ugh. I find him so hot. Um, it was for Kink. I've only shot one scene for Kink, and it was for Kink.com with Phoenix Marie, mm -hmm. who is an amazing performer. I love her. And uh, Xander Corvus. So that would have to definitely be my second favorite scene. Um, but yeah, I think Jules Jordan's my first. Nice. Just because he's so dirty. I love Jules. Love it. He's like such a fucking freak. Honestly, I don't really, I, I don't know that much about him, to be honest, just his name. No, he's, like, way freakier off camera than, like, on camera. Oh, I bet. And, like, I've heard some stuff, which I probably shouldn't say online, but, no, he's, like, dirty. He's, like, the type of guy, from what I have heard, he was, like, dating, like, Riley Reed for a little bit, supposedly. Uh-huh. And... The reason why they broke up was because he wanted her to, like, go get, like, fucked by, like, all these guys and, like, get filled with cum. Like, he wanted to be cum. Yeah. And then come home to him so he could, like, eat all the cum out of her. <gasps> yeah. I had a guy ask me to do that once. I don't know. I find that hot. Like, to be able to be so open. I was like, yeah, like, I want to get gangbanged. And then he was like, yeah. And then he was like, I'll lick the cum out of your pussy after. And I was like, okay, are you gay? <laughs> I'm, like, so into that for some reason. I like, I think it's hot. I don't know. I've gotten into the being, like, more, like, dommy side recently. I'm just, like, all for it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, whenever I shot with him for, like, like, I shot with Mandingo for him once, and he was, like... Oh, my God. Yeah, and he was, um, you know, filming it, and he was, like, getting hard just, like, watching it. And I was, like, you're so hot, Jules. Like... Because you're his girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> so he was, like, really into it, because he was, like, oh, yeah. No, I find that... My girlfriend, she's so horny, she needs so many dicks. <laughs> No, he's like so kinky. Do you think that guys are into being cucked because they think like a girl is so horny that she needs like tons of dicks? Or is it like a they like being like humiliated or that they are kind of gay and they like seeing other guys' dicks? That's a good question. I think I thought about it a lot. You know what? I've never thought about that, but that's like a really good question. I feel like Obviously, it can't be, like, black and white. I'm sure there's definitely guys who are into right. being cucked because they are bisexual. 
and they like that, mm. um, which I'm all for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not here to kink shame anyone. I'm like all for that. It's so hot to me. Um, I've only shot one cuck scene and it was really hot. I love it. Even though it was acting or was it not? Yeah, no. Well, acting, not acting. Yeah. <laughs> it was on camera. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, no, I right. find that so hot. Like watching like another guy like suck a guy's dick, like sucking dick with another guy for me. I don't know why. It really turns me on. You're probably judging me right now, but I am so not. I've heard no, I have heard like a girl who was like, Yeah, like my dream is to see a guy blow my husband. Yeah, I don't know why. I find that so hot. But um It's so funny. I've heard that, like, lesbians watch gay men porn. Really? Yeah, I don't know why, though. Well, I'm straight, and I enjoy watching gay porn. Maybe everyone just likes watching gay porn. It's good shit. Yeah, maybe it just has nothing to do with um, any of those things. It's just, just a preference of some people. Like, I, there's this thing called Torture Garden in London. It's, like, a fetish, like, club party thing. And I went with a guy I was dating, and torture garden yeah oh my god you would love it um but you have to like you have to be dressed up and fetish or you're like turned away at the door and they have like all these different rooms where like they have like a sex room and they have like you know room where you can like be like tied up or like you know whipped like stuff like that Mm. and I would always like to go in the sex room um like get fucked but while I was getting fucked I'd always like watching the gay guys like fuck oh my gosh that's so funny I don't know why I've just always I wonder what that is I don't know there's probably something wrong with me but I know because it's like a a lot of people feel the same way so (laughs) I'm not alone I'm just trying to psychoanalyze it and overthink it (laughs) just if you like what you like whatever yeah I don't know i no, going back to the original question, I think definitely some guys who are into, like, being cucked are definitely bisexual. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning. It's hard. Guys are complicated. I don't know what they think. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, they are not complicated, but they are sometimes. Yeah. In some ways. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll have to ask a man that. Mm, that's a good question for a guy, Yeah. 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 These are the three questions that I ask every podcast guest. Okay, here we go. So here we go. Number one is, what do you love the most about yourself? That's a hard question, you know. I know. There's so many great things around me. I know. It's like, I can't even pick one. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you have to just pick one? To be honest, I... It's a really fucking hard question. Damn it. I know. It can go in so many directions. I would probably say recently my favorite thing about myself this is probably like different from what other people say I don't know what other people say but it's not like a physical trait no I don't I don't know if you wanted to be physical okay cool um my stubbornness Mm. recently like me just like being stubborn and like not taking like no for an answer like not being a people pleaser yeah has really like brought myself into like a completely different like state of being like that's huge that's awesome I would definitely say my stubbornness but I'm also really good at folding clothes (laughs) (laughs) have you ever worked in retail (laughs) no 
I'm so funny. Really good at folding clothes. I hate folding clothes, but I'm really good at it. All right. So. <laughs> so you got to make some videos of you folding clothes for your OnlyFans. Maybe I can make some money off that. Yeah, you never know. A dedicated OnlyFans. Definitely. Just doing your daily routine. <laughs> um, okay, the next question is, if you could have all the knowledge of one person, like their knowledge, who would it be? I feel like these are really hard questions. I don't know if everyone else struggles answering these. But they are really hard. I wouldn't, mm, I wouldn't say it's necessarily, I feel like I'm changing your question to a different question. <laughs> say whatever. I would love to sit down and chat and know the things the queen knows because you have to like think about it like she's been in power yeah. since she's like i think 20 like over 70 years she's been in power wild. like the amount of people like important people she's met like all the like u.s presidents like mm. you know like world leaders from everywhere right from, and from every generation no exactly so long so i just feel like she'd be really interesting to like chat with and just like talk to that's a good answer it's not necessarily and if she would be totally open yeah it's not necessarily like knowledge but like i would love to just like talk to her and like know like her life experiences um but yeah. that's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, that was a good answer. Okay, so the third okay. and final question is, this one's easier. What is a book, like one book that you keep going back to and why? Okay, you think this is easier, but it's not. <laughs> okay. Because there can be more than one or there can be none. There's none. I hate reading. Like, that sounds... <laughs> what about an audio book? No, this sounds horrible, but I don't like reading. I'm like, I really wish I did. Like, everyone always talks to me and they're like, oh, you should really read. Like, oh, I, you know, end my day, like, by reading. And I definitely don't do that, but. I wish I was into reading, but I've never been into reading. Like, it started, like, when I was a little kid. Like, my dad used to always read us, like, bedtime story. Mm -hmm. And my brother and sister were, like, so about it. And I would always run off. I didn't want to, like, listen to. You didn't even want to hear someone read a book? No, I just hated it. That is too funny. Oh, my gosh. In school, like, when we had to, like, read books and write book reports, I fuck, I forgot what that website was. There was, like. Cliff Notes? Yes, Cliff Notes. Yes. Oh, my God. I used to always just go in there. Like, that's how much I don't like. <laughs> that is so funny. I think everyone does that in high school. If I do have to read something, well, I do. I don't have to do anything. But um, I have read, like, books before that are that I find interesting are, like, the true, like, biographies or, like... Yeah, I... I know that sounds really boring. No, I'm just going to say I don't read fiction books that much which are like storybooks written by yeah like novel people like novelists yeah but I love like autobiographies and like sort of spiritual self-help books no same like anything else I'm just like yeah like I did not read Fifty Shades of Grey or Twilight I didn't either I just watched the movie or Lord of the Rings or <laughs> like oh god no no interest no not at all no what okay Sorry, I'm going to flip the script and ask you a question. Go for it. Um, what did you think of Fifty Shades of Grey? The movie? Yeah. Well, mm, I mean, 
wasn't it kind of like fucked up like that he like ignores like her safe word and like yes he makes her like sign a contract I just thought it was weird. I was going to say, I feel like it's not real life. Yeah. Like, that's just not... Who signs contracts? No. Unless if you're, like, fucking, like, Justin Bieber or something. Yeah, like, that was kind of... <laughs> that was, like, abusive, sort of. Yeah. Like, who signs contracts? I know, like, an NDA. <laughs> I didn't like the first movie, but... I felt like the second movie wasn't as bad. I don't know if I even watched the second movie. I feel like they all end bad, though. How do they end? I don't, don't even they know. They all end really bad, I feel like. Like, the first one was, like, she went in the elevator and the elevator doors closed, right? Oh. Or something like that. It was just, like, ended. Was it a cliffhanger so you would wa- watch the next one? I think, if I'm remembering it correctly. Or maybe it was the second one. Yeah, it was so weird. I'm like, these are really bad endings. Yeah. And the sex in them were really boring. They're, like, so vanilla. Especially for what they say it's supposed to be. Right. I'm like, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> for bashing Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> no, I think a lot. I think a lot of people do. Make a better movie, guys. Make a better movie. <laughs> right? Try again. Try again. <laughs> yeah, try again. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, that's all the questions that I had. And this has been a nice long conversation. I know. Sorry, chat too much. No, it's good. (laughs) This is a perfect amount of time to have a podcast. So thank you so much for coming on. And I can't wait to publish this. I know. I'm so excited to see the end product. I'll probably be embarrassed because I hate hearing myself. Like, talk? I can't listen to the first podcast that I recorded. I'm like, oh, my God, no. Really? No. Uh, no, I feel like that's how I'm going to be. No, but I mean, I'm proud of it, and I like that other people like it. But, like, if I listen to it back, I'm like, cringe, cringe, cringe. Yeah. But I'm glad that I was, like, vulnerable and honest on it. Right, so. yeah. No, for sure. Just a little cringy. No, no, thank you for having me on. This was my first podcast. You took my podcast virginity. Oh, my popular cherry. <laughs> it was a good experience, unlike my actual virginity. Right. I hope. <laughs> I hope it wasn't, like, super painful. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, I will let you go. Everyone can find you on OnlyFans at Anya Olsen, on Twitter at Anya Olsen XXX. And on Instagram as at Anya Olson underscore official. Well, listeners, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when new episodes are out. And I'll see you next time. Mwah.